Welcome to the Sports Analytics Podcast, your source of information you can use along your journey in the world of sports analytics. Through interviews with experts and thought leaders, we'll uncover how data science, artificial intelligence, and analysis tools are being used for competitive advantage in sports. We'll also explore industry trends and career opportunities. So now, hold on to your data, folks, because this program is ready to launch. It will take the computer a few moments to compile the information. Here is your host, Terry Frederick. Today, Chief Product Officer and Co-Founder of Huddle, John Wirtz, will talk about how their video and data analytics platform is helping over 160,000 teams win. John, let's get started with you sharing a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I would be happy to. So I'm from from the Midwest, from Kansas City, uh, born and bred. My family is down in Kansas City. And I came up to Nebraska, University of Nebraska, for, for college. I had never really set foot in the state of Nebraska uh, before coming up for college, but got attracted to Nebraska due to this really fantastic honors program in computer science and business at the university called the Rake School. A really unique program, about 100 and 120, 150 students that are a part of it. And through that program, I met my co-founders in Huddle, David and Brian, also some of our, our early employees. I uh, met my wife through that program. So it's really fortuitous that I got brought up to Nebraska to, to get to be a part of the Rake School. It all and, happened in Nebraska for you. Yeah, yeah. So this, <laughs> the state is a very special place for us. And it's where Huddle is headquartered. And you know, we have deep roots here now. Um, and so, yeah, so I spent four years in college with David and Brian and and a number of other early huddle employees building trust and learning how each other works and you know, just building up our computer science and business skills. And then our last year of college, we got it, uh, to have a, a meeting with the Nebraska coaching staff just to talk with them about some of the things that they were struggling with, the football staff at Nebraska. And we knew that they had the state of the art, you know, technology that was out there when it came to video, you know, communication. And we were kind of blown away by just how much they were still struggling to communicate with athletes with video. Um, and mm-hmm. so seeing all the hundreds of DVDs they're burning every week, the hundreds of you know, color you know, playbooks and scattering reports they're printing every week um, that the athletes were you know, trying to dig into, but really kind of, I think, struggling to get value out of the video and the information in that format. It felt like we saw a really massive opportunity Video was just starting to get shared online more and more. YouTube was just becoming a thing. This was back in 2006. And so we pitched the Nebraska staff on kind of the concept of Huddle, this idea of a, an online single area where the team can gather around video, share, communicate, collaborate with, with video, um, and not have to be inside the walls of the, the stadium and not have to deal with physical media like a DVD. And mm-hmm. it really connected for Nebraska and put us on the path towards what huddle is huddle is today and the the really cool part about it and in a lot of ways we're blessed is that fundamental concept around huddle that we pitched nebraska on in 2006 still pretty much is the core the core concept of huddle today bringing the team together whether they're on the field or court together or whether they're remote and allowing them to communicate improve with video uh, with data and and allow that coach to add a lot of context to everything athletes are seeing that's interesting, the history of, uh, you know, there was a problem that presented itself and uh, a bunch of smart guys got together with the passion for sports and, and, and went, went on to solve a problem. And, and here you are with a, a, 
a pretty successful uh, video and data analytics platform. That, that, that's really interesting, that history. Um, so, so John, let's, let's jump into uh, maybe a little more background on the types of products that you offer. Uh, I know Huddle has grown, uh, I mean, offering the sports code and Huddle and serving the communities in, you know, college basketball, professional arena and high school. Uh, I mean, you, you guys have just kind of like really, uh, you know, taken a good chunk out of really servicing, you know, the whole basketball community with what you're doing. Uh, could you give us a little background on, on kind of the product line that uh, Huddle has there? Sure, I'd be happy to. So there's a couple ways to think about it that I think think could be helpful. Um, first, video is at our core. So whenever we think about any product at Huddle, we're thinking about um, video and how that product can help whether it's a team or a, an entire school or organization or club or, um, you know, whoever might be an, an agent, better do their jobs and save time and be more effective. Um, so we, we believe really in the power of video and sports. We try to, uh, the value we're trying to bring with really any product we bring to market falls in, I'd say generally four categories. One is helping teams and organizations prepare for the next game. So that's tools to help you scout your upcoming opponent, uh, tools to help you build your game plan and communicate that game plan, uh, tools to help you communicate that game plan to your team. So that's all about winning the next game. The second is helping teams and organizations improve their performance over time. So over the course of a whole season, over the course of multiple seasons. So that's things like you know, analyzing how you performed on a specific, let's say, set play or inbound play in basketball or a set piece in a, you know, a soccer game. And looking at that over the course of multiple games, multiple seasons, and improving that, or tracking a player's development over the course of the season in terms of technique, their skill set, uh, tactical development that you're working on with them. So, so that's a multi-game, multi-season kind of value we're there to provide. Uh, the third is helping athletes and teams and clubs promote themselves. So taking that same video and allowing them to build great highlight reels off of it, share those highlights with whether they're trying to promote themselves to recruiters, which is a big part of what we do, especially for high school athletes and you know, club athletes, or whether they're just trying to promote themselves to a broader fan base and make sure that they're keeping the energy high around you know, great moments they had that night at the game or um, yeah, hype video around an upcoming opponent. Uh, and then the, the fourth one is building talent pipeline. So it's kind of the other side of promotion. It's helping clubs, colleges, you know, professional sports organizations find amazing talent globally through video, through data, and be able to evaluate that talent and then acquire that talent to grow their pipeline of talent. So, so those, wow. those four things. So pre preparing for the next game, improving that performance over multiple games of the whole season, promoting themselves as athletes or as teams to the right people that need to see their great moments, and then building that amazing talent pipeline for your organization. Um, to do yeah. that in terms of the product mix, we have you know, a number of different products, so I can get into that next, but those every product we, we build in our entire platform is really aimed at doing those four things really well with video. Yeah, yeah. So do you find um, Huddle being used kind of uh, in the, for, by the folks in the media too, to, you know, like for film clips and highlights and things like that? Yeah, we do. So we, we do have some customers in the media space. It's not where we put our emphasis as much um, but we have had uh, a number of different, you know, broadcasters, whether it's some, in some cases, it's the same kind of preparation that a team may be doing for an upcoming game they're doing 
just to get familiar with the teams they're about to see and they're about to, you know, mm-hmm. do you know commentary on. Um, in some cases, it's supplying data to those organizations after the game to help them, you know, add more color around their evaluation of the game after it's happened. Yep. We also story. have a really great partnership. Yeah, with um, we have a great partnership with CBS Sports and MaxPreps.com to help get more exposure for all of the highlights that are that all of our high school athletes are creating. So we have millions of highlight reels that are made every year by our high school athletes and those show up on huddle, but they also automatically can show up on max preps on the school's page there and the athletes page there. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Back to that promotion concept. We want to give our athletes as much exposure as we can and help them be seen by grandma, grandpa, mom, and dad, but also by, by recruiters and colleges. So your products, Man, are used by high school, college, professional, across the board, uh, in 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 all sports, right? Or most sports? Yeah, yeah. We we really you know believe we're pretty uniquely positioned globally in that we serve teams in just about every country in the world. We have our own huddle team based in many different countries, so that we can serve those teams with a a local touch in their language, with understanding of their culture. Um, so we have a big global reach. We work with over 30, I think at this point, over 35 different sports. Um, so just about just about every kind of sport you can imagine we're, we're serving. Um, our main sports, you know, the, the big ones that we um, have a, a large number of teams in are you know, American, American football, global football, or here in the U.S., you'd say, you know, football and soccer, um, basketball, volleyball, and then uh, lacrosse, rugby are both big ones. Field hockey globally is a pretty large sport. So after those first four, there's a, you know, a lot of sports underneath that that are important, but those those first four are all very big ones for us. Ice hockey is another one that is a you know, very important sport. So yeah, a lot of sports and then, and then just about every level. So from your perspective, uh, I always like to kind of ask all my guests this question because We've got all this data, and I say this every show. We've got all this data, and it's how people are asking the right questions of the data or using the data. The data is just going to continue to grow. From your perspective, how, how would you summarize that huddle helps teams gain that competitive advantage? We think about it in three layers. So uh, number one, And we think about it as a vertical stack that we're building for the teams in terms of our platform, kind of think about it as like three blocks that build on each other. So the base block is capture. And and so we need to help our teams capture like the raw, you know, the raw content that they need to do any of this analysis. Uh, You know, in our case, video is hugely important part of that. So we invest in uh, great capture tools on mobile devices. So if you're using an iOS or Android device, helping our teams record the game with their iPad, for example, and have that game uploading to the cloud live, uh, make that as easy as possible. We're also investing heavily in our own smart camera system called Huddle Focus. Mm-hmm. Which I like to just call it kind of a magic box that they put on the wall and then they kind of forget about it. And it automatically knows their schedule. It turns on, automatically records the game, follows the action, uploads it live, and they don't have to lift a finger or have a, you know, a parent or a coach have to, or a student have to give up time recording the game. So we invest a lot in capture. That's that base block. It's also about capturing data. So we have a large team based around the, the world that will break down the video for our coaches and turn that around in anywhere from three hours to you know to 24 hours, depending on the demands of the team. 
so that they're getting not only the video as automatically as possible, but also the data they need on that game as quickly and as automatically as possible. And, and we'll keep speeding that up and making it you know faster and faster. Um, so that's the base block, capture the video, capture the data, get it to the cloud, make it available. The next block is analysis. So we invest a lot in making that data understandable. And I'm sure you, in your time in you know the basketball space, I'm guessing you saw that firsthand where there's times where there's data available, but if the, the team or the athlete doesn't kind of know how to interpret it or the context around it, it can be kind of at at best in a lot of cases a non-factor and at worst actually confusing and counterproductive. So we're trying to really help take the data and visualize it as a shot chart or put the right context around it, show the trends from game to game, show comparisons of your team versus your, you know, other teams that you play against so that we're helping put the data in context. We're helping the teams tell stories with the data, make it accessible to a 13-year-old athlete or an 18-year-old athlete or a you know, 65-year-old coach. Um, and then that third block is about communication distribution. So if, if you've done a great job of helping them capture the video and the data and understand the stories that that data and video are telling. So let's say you know, you're, you're trying to help. You're seeing that your, your point guard is about to go up against a tough defender next week they play man to man defense and but there's some vulnerabilities there and there's some areas that that, that defender is weak um, as after you see that how do you communicate that story to the athlete and so we want to provide great tools for that too so that's things like being able to telestrate on top of the video being able to build a playlist of exactly the clips you need being able to share that to the athlete and being able to track whether the athlete actually went in and watched it um, and have a comment discussion back and forth you know using commenting right on the video to discuss that clip. So almost, really almost, can, do, almost can do some virtual coaching and you know, send each, each player exactly, their, yeah. their own uh, little package for each game. And yeah, that that's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we believe if, by bringing one platform together, that does all three of those things, the, the capture part, the analysis part, and then the, the actual communication with the analysis, we can make, we make it dramatically easier for teams to get that value out of video and data. Uh, Time for a short break. Today's show is brought to you by Analytics for Coaches. Started by NBA coach and player Butch Carter, Analytics for Coaches offers online courses that help basketball coaches use simple math to win more basketball games. Learn some simple basketball math you may not be currently using, but should use in practices and game situations. Learn to structure basketball software to plan more effective practices. Coaches learn how to use in-game analytics they've never used before. Turn timeouts into competitive advantage and keep track of in-game metrics that equate to winning more games. And here's the best part. Courses are extremely affordable for coaches at all levels. Click on the Analytics for Coaches link in the show notes for more information or to sign up. Okay, back to the show with John Wirtz of Huddle. I can't imagine how much video you guys are collecting. It's just, it's got to be an unbelievable amount of data. And uh, my understanding with Huddle, uh, kind of how things work behind the scenes, kind of what you guys do, and, and it's very crude from my perspective. Maybe you could share for me and my listeners kind of where you're headed with, uh, you know, kind of having humans looking at film and I guess doing tagging, 
Uh, yeah. Where where are we going with all this big data? And you know, is machine learning and artificial intelligence coming into play to help you guys do this more quickly? It absolutely is, and we're investing really heavily in uh, computer vision, machine learning. Um, I'd say where our you know where our investment is unique is that we're always thinking about how we can bring that to hundreds of thousands of teams. Uh, whereas you know, there's other companies out there that are providing trying to use machine learning to enable things for maybe, you know, the top 20 or 30 teams in a given sport or, you know, just, just the top professional league. Uh, we're trying to figure out how you can do that at scale. So, so just to kind of walk through how, you know, how this is, is working or where we see the future going, you know, the game is about to start. Your, your huddle focus camera system is already turning on automatically and recording the action automatically. It's live streaming that video up into the cloud and huddle and back down to the side of the court. So the coaches and athletes have that video available. To so, be so do you have the, happening. I'm sorry, John, do you have the capability to like, if a team wants to live stream it to Facebook or their YouTube channel, could, could they take that feed and send it there too? Yeah, we do. And a, and a huge portion of games on focus cameras, this last basketball season were streamed to YouTube. Um, for, okay. for example, so, yeah, and, and one of the things we really believe in is is giving putting the power in the schools' hands to choose kind of where they want that stream to go. So obviously the schools want that stream to go into huddle for their coaches and athletes, but it kind of varies from school to school on where they want that stream to go in terms of their fans. So for a, a small college conference, it might be to their conference, you know, over the top TV kind of website mm-hmm. um, and a network. For uh, a lot of high schools, it may be YouTube because they just want a simple, free stream available to parents Uh, for some high schools their state association uh, is bringing that together for some clubs they have their own tv kind of uh, site that they want to build so we want to really empower those teams and schools to get the stream to where it needs to go but make that happen automatically and effortlessly so they can be focused completely on the game winning the game and not having to deal with you know video production challenges so yeah, if we, we really want the, the whole kind of capture and broadcast side of things to melt away and become automatic and effortless and seamless. Kind of, yep. Exactly. Kind of built into the experience that just happens and then allow that coach's attention or allow the, you know, if there's a broadcast group at the school, allow their attention to be on up leveling that production if they want to be bringing more graphics in or, but not having to deal with just the fundamentals of is the stream up? Is it being captured? Is is the camera following the game the right way? Um, that should all be all be automatic. Yeah, I didn't mean to get you off track. I mean, you were on a nice path. So, so I right. think you were heading in the direction of, you know, you know how uh, machine learning and, and how you know where you envision the future of of how you guys you know handle all that video and, and make it available. Uh, so teams actionable information teams can use to to help them win. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, as that capture is happening, you know, where the vision's really going is that video is flowing to the cloud on huddle. And also some really important processing is happening on the camera itself, applying machine learning to what's happening on the court or on the pitch or on the field um, so that we're generating a lot of that data live and able to empower the team with that data live and also, you know, use that to augment the broadcast and make the broadcast better. Things like score bugs and instant replay and you know, having, you know, a timeout gets called and it immediately cuts to kind of a nice highlight package of the last five minutes of play. 
and having that all powered off of the firepower that's on the camera and what we can do in the cloud, but then backed up by our, we have an amazing team of analysts worldwide uh, that are adding that, that human touch and going in and able to provide that quality control and the layer of data that, you know, a machine could really struggle with. Mm-hmm. So that combination is something we can, you know, we believe we can really uniquely bring to the table. You know, this year, our, our team of analysts will break down, you know, many hundreds of thousands of games over the course of the year. So we have, we know how to handle really high volumes of games, break them down, turn them around across that many hundreds, thousands of games. I think we've only missed turnaround time on two of them, literally single digit two. Um, and that turnaround time misses in some of those cases were just minutes, you know, minutes behind whatever that, if it was a 12 hour guarantee turnaround, you know, we turned it around just a few minutes after that. So we, we really don't ever miss on turnaround time. The quality keeps going up and up. And then as we apply machine learning more and more, we'll just speed speed that turnaround time up more and more. Wow. Interesting. Really interesting. Fascinating, actually. Just how you guys have um, figured out how to handle all that data and uh, incorporate the machine learning. And uh, I, I don't think we'll ever get rid of the human, but... <laughs> So, yeah, we just want to we want to move that human being up into kind of the next layer of value. So, okay. the example I bring up is you know instead of that human being being the one to tag that you know number thirteen took a shot from the top of the key, um, we would rather that be automatic so that, that human being is going in and putting some of the more qualitative information about that shot. Still objective, but you know what type of what type of a shot was it? What was the, the kind of quality of the shot? some of the more nuanced information, like we'd rather them be spending time on that and not literally, you know, where, where did it happen on the court and what was mm-hmm. the Jersey number of the person who took it? Uh, how would someone use the tool? And perhaps maybe you could uh, talk a little bit about the training uh, that huddle offers for people that use your products. Yeah. So we offer, so we've just rolled out, we've invested quite a bit in what, what we call huddle Academy. So if you just Google Huddle Academy, we have a number of different courses broken out by sport that will educate you not only on Huddle, but you're going to be learning about sports analytics as you, you know, as you go through the course for any one of those sports. And they cover everything from uh, techniques on video capture, how to effectively film, capture the game, you know, through to uh, the kinds of data that matter to you know, how to analyze that data. So that's one place I would definitely point point those that are interested. Uh, we also offer lots of web, lots of webinars that we're putting on, especially during these times. And some of them are, some of our webinars that are targeted more towards the elite analysts could also be really interesting for someone who's still more at the amateur sport or, you know, high school or club sport level, but wants to see the kinds of content that our elite analysts are learning. And we have formal sports code certifications. So sports code is our elite product. It's our most customizable product that's used by uh, you know, the vast majority of the NBA, the English Premier League, Bundesliga, it's those kinds of teams. Um, and so, so we that's have... A, that's a certification that folks would get and like... Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, we have a multi-level certification on sports code um, that we offer. And uh, it's kind of think about it as almost being like Excel, you know, having Excel or certification and kind of a tool like that if you were in the finance industry, maybe... Um, we, we've really kind of think about it that way for sports code as the kind of fundamental workhorse tool for an analyst in sports. So those would be some ways to, to tap into it. I, I guess another, 
Another way that would be great is you know, talking to your local, your local high school. Almost always your local high school or local club would love to have extra help. A volunteer. In most cases. Exactly. And see if you could volunteer, even if you're just going to hop into huddle and maybe take just a couple specific angles on the data and see what you might be able to mine out of it. But, you know, volunteer, find a coach that, um, or, you know, a director of coaching that is open to you being in there, uh, helping them out and just get your hands on the product. The other thing I would say is, um, it's always nice to be involved in from the kind of the capture side. So I know where a lot of teams will need help when games start back up is just help filming. So that can be a good way to get your foot in the door is come in and help do a great job of capturing the game. Uh, now, as our huddle focus cameras become more ubiquitous, like, you know, our hope is that that, that becomes less a part of the job, but while it's still a factor for a lot of teams to have someone film a game, that can be a good place to come in and add a lot of value for the team and get your foot in the door. And, but then that means you're the one who's capturing the game, making sure it's successfully uploaded to huddle and you're, you're kind of in the mix you know, you're, you're, you're a part of it, get your foot in the door. So the training that you offer, is it primarily on, you know, how, how to, how to pull different types of uh, analytics data or statistical data out of the tool? Uh, do, do you at all go into any courses that maybe take a little deeper dive into the specific analytics of the sport uh, that, you know, could help a coach win a game that's more tied to, uh, you know, that aspect of the game, as opposed to, you know, a lot of times it's uh, coaches will say, this is what I want out of the tool. Uh, give me, give me this package of film clips. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say, uh, so to be honest, I'd say most of our resources are about kind of the broader spectrum of if- of you know tapping into video and data generally so it covers kind of everything from that capture all the way through to you know making highlights and or helping an athlete get recruited with video using using video and data um, but we do have a lot of content you know the blog could be maybe even a better place okay. to go on that side right. is going to the huddle blog and given the sport that you're interested search and we've got some you know articles on the blog and videos on the blog from some of the best of the best around you know how they think about particular sets of data and say basketball, for example. Um, so, you, so you're given the big canvas and then the, the secret sauce is up to each team to, to use everything that's, it's all there. Just figure out yeah. what it is you need and how you want to package it to uh, implement it in your practices and your game planning and all that. So, so you leave that up really up to the teams, but, you know, give them some, you know, industry leading expert advice through the blog, et cetera. Yeah, that's right. And I think the reason it, the reason it skews that way is what we found when we talked to teams is the, the top struggles aren't as much around how to interpret the nuances of the stats themselves or, um, you know, that, that's definitely a part of it, but the almost bigger challenges that teams bump into and stumble on is, you know, how do I just have an effective workflow for using video week to week in kind of the grind intensity of season, things like how do you not overshare with your athletes? That's one of the common problems we see is you can find a million different things with the data, but how do you narrow that down to, you know, 10 clips, 10 tight clips that I'm going to share to my forwards or to a particular player that they can digest and, and understand and put into, you know, put in um, to practice the next day at training. And so it's, it's just as much that I would say as being, you know, really sophisticated around 
the stats themselves. Now, when you start getting into sports code and dealing with some of that custom data and really starting to think about what questions you want to ask of the video and what you want to tag, for sure that comes into play. But when I'm thinking about high school basketball, for example, I think a lot of the a lot of what we're trying to help teams with is just that fundamental workflow of you've got two, three games a week that you've got to prepare for and you've got to review. How do you do that effectively and keep up with the pace of season and not overload your athletes and overload your coaches? Now that, that topic comes up a lot in uh, probably each of my shows is not overwhelming the athlete with too much information. And, uh, and what mm-hmm. are those, Sometimes, what are those one or two things that I need that player to do in the next game Uh, and then build around that? Uh, So, But uh, it sounds like the huddle platform, it's all there. You you just have to, as a team, figure out uh, what you're going to use. And you're speaking my language when you're talking process. Uh, Being a software engineering manager, uh, process, uh, you know, uh, is key. Uh, having a good, effective, and efficient process, and it's no different for uh, you know any basketball team uh, because I think you alluded to it earlier. Uh, your time is better spent, and there's more value to add to winning ball games uh, than you know figuring out how to use the tool or or not having a good process in place. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think the other thing we we talk a lot about is. I'd say our tools are only kind of as good as the the strength of that team or that coach's the the clarity around their strategy and you know what they care about and what they want to lean into. So, you know, we talk with um, NC State basketball, for example, is you know a team. Uh, Hunter Henderson's a coach there, and I've talked with them on a number of occasions about what they're doing, and you know they believe in intense pace basketball. Um, you know they're going to they're going to press, they're going to be scoring points off transition. And so they care a lot about deflections, for example. And so the questions they're going to ask of the data are going to be, you know, very different from a team that's going to be more methodical, wanting to slow the pace of the game down, uh, want to come down and, you know, run, run plays. Um, And so that, that to me is almost more important is understanding the perspective you have, the strategy you have it, for a given opponent or even just generally for your team. And then that's going to help you know what questions to ask of the data, what stats to pay close attention to. Do you care a lot about deflections? Do you care a lot about time of possession? Um, so that's why we kind of steer away from having things that are too formulaic around here's you know how to look at the data and try to more encourage teams to get underneath like what they care about and why and how that connects back to their strategy as a team, their strengths as a set of athletes. For those folks that are interested in a career in sports analytics, and I mean, that's a broad term now, you know, companies doing tools uh, for sports analytics, uh, coaching staffs, um, even the media uh, sports analytics uh, minded folks are going to be needed. Could you give our listeners maybe just from your perspective, uh, a little bit of advice on what someone seeking a career in sports analytics uh, could do? Yeah, so I think, God, there's, you know, there's a lot of good angles to come come at it with. One is just getting connected to, this is kind of obvious, but, you know, get connected to great organizations, great teams that, like I said kind of earlier, have coaches that are really thoughtful about 
strategy around player development and learn, like listen to the kinds of questions they're asking, whether they can answer them or not, listen to the kinds of questions they're asking about the opponent, about themselves. And you could always put the lens of, you know, how might I answer that with video? How might I help answer that with data? But you want to be around people that are asking great questions and have that are just incredibly thoughtful about about their sport. So I'd say that's number one, probably more important than trying to just become a, a stats guru or in, you know dive into seas of you know data, massive you know massive databases and data sources that you can start tinkering with. Is make sure you understand the important, challenging questions that the people in that sport are trying to get answered. Right. It's got to. It's got to. That's where you're going to blow people away. It's got to be applied yeah. to solving a problem they have. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, the best analysts, like I, I literally just heard a guy named William Spearman speak, who used to work at Huddle and now is an analyst at Liverpool and just a fantastic guy. And the reason he's so amazing at his job is, of course, he's an incredible data scientist, but he deeply understands the sport of uh, soccer, you know, global football. And he knows the kinds of tough questions that these coaches and teams are, tr- are asking of the game of, you know, about their athletes, about prospects that they're trying to recruit and scout. Um, so then when he builds these really, you know, in some cases, complex, intense models, the reason he's blowing people away and delivering so much value is um, it's just as much about his understanding of the sport as it is his grasp of data science. So, so that would be, you know, that'd be a huge, huge one. I think, um, is you know, and just be willing to grind as part of that. You know, you kind of got to get in there and 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 grind it out. Um, you know, getting to some of the big conferences is always good. So, you know, MIT, Sloan, those kinds of um, whether they're digital or virtual, or when they come back online, just to be around the community and hear the kinds of things people are are talking about. Um, and then the the final thing I would say is, you know, building your communication skills is also just as important as the the pure data, you know, data side. So. We've talked many, many times with analysts where, you know, the struggle might be they find something really amazing in the data, something they think is, you know, a really critical weakness of an upcoming opponent that needs to be uh, exploited. But if you can't communicate that effectively with the coaching staff, especially if it runs contrary to their opinion or perspective, then, you know, you're not going to be successful. So how good are you at taking data and shaping it into a visualization, weaving the video into it in the right ways? Uh, you know, pausing the video at the right times, picking the right clips. Like, so anything you can do to hone that your ability to communicate with video and communicate with visuals of data is is huge because you got to convince coaches, you got to convince players to change behavior. Uh, that's part of what you're there to do. And um, so I think people kind of are one dimensional. Yeah, they're one dimensional about it. Sometimes they get a little caught up in I've got to be a guru when it comes to the stats, and that's just a you know, only one part of it. Yeah, uh, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head, and I, I, I might add it's 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 being in the room when the coaches are having those hard discussions for issues exactly. that they're trying to solve, and and exactly. being able to uh, build that trust with the coaching staff that um, hey, you have something some value to add. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. That's that's well said. Like being in the room and. And then listening, being able to, to hear those tough questions, because sometimes they're not asked, it's not going to be, they're not going to hit you over the head with, I would really like to know if this happens more than this in this situation, it's going to be more subtle than that. But you're trying to hear what are they struggling to understand? What are they trying to get at? And then if you're really great at translating that to going from data to a visual plus video, 
that answers the question, then you know, you're going to be invaluable. Yes. Really great, great advice. Uh, I really appreciate it, John. I just give you a, a minute or so if yeah, there's nice anything there. you'd want to want to uh, say to our listeners before we uh, part ways for today. Yeah, it's been my pleasure, and I appreciate you elevating, just helping, uh, you know, elevate the space of analytics, sports analytics. I love that you're asking questions about analytics as a profession. Like we, we need more, you know, more people getting into that space and um, helping contribute to improving the lives of teams, improving the lives of athletes with that and video. So, so I really appreciate that. Yeah. I think the, uh, yeah, there's really nothing too specific that I want to get out there around, around huddle. I mean, it's good. I guess just making sure the listeners are aware. Like we, we really do serve teams at every level from club and younger clubs all the way, you know, up through professional teams. We have a really phenomenal team of product consultants and experts that will, kind of handhold teams as much as needed through that education and onboarding process. So if, if you're a club out there and you're wanting to use video more effectively, um, I mean, I'm obviously highly biased, but I don't believe there's a team <laughs> out there that is, you know, can really touch our ability to get you the help, not only the tools you need, but also the help you need uh, to put them to good use and continue to, you know, every season get better and better at how you're using video and data. So any club, you know, club teams out there, high school teams out there, um, collegiate and professional that will really want to up level how they're using video and data, please, you know, please reach out and let us, let us help. Uh, I, I'm just really excited what you guys are doing and uh, I'll let you go for now. Thank you, John, for being on the yeah, show. My pleasure. And that does it for the show today. But before we go, here are a couple of value bombs that John Wirtz dropped for us today. Video is at the core for huddle. The value Huddle brings to market is in four categories. Tools to help teams and organizations prepare for the next game. Helping teams or players improve performance over time. Helping teams and athletes promote themselves. And building talent pipelines. Huddle thinks of their products offering competitive advantage in three layers. Video and data capture, analysis, and communication and distribution. It is essential for teams to have a defined and consistent process for building packages of desired information they want to use from Huddle. And last, for those seeking careers in sports analytics, do these two things. Get connected to a great organization or team and listen to the tough questions coaches are asking about opponents and of themselves. And the second one is, you need to have really good communication skills. You can find show notes, summaries, and resources mentioned on the show at my website, terrylfrederick.com. That's T-E-R-R-Y-L-F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K.com. Please subscribe to my show. I'm in all the directories. A rating or comment helps me make the show better. Thanks for listening.